This is the best moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less. Ever wish you could re-listen to your favorite interview or segment? Do you enjoy hearing older shows for the first time in years? Then the best moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less is just what you need. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Yes, indeed, the Barbecue Central Show and the best moments of the Barbecue Central Show is just what you need. What you also need to know is that this episode is being brought to you by The Butcher Shop. Purveyors of highly sought after, 100% Australia, non-crossbred, Wivara 9 plus briskets, and as always, hand-picked just for you. The Butcher Shop has been retailing the finest meats for more than 15 years, and every week they're shipping out competition quality meats to many of the biggest teams in the competition scene across the nation. Simply put, teams who use the Butcher Shop win and they win often. Even if you're not a competitor, you deserve the finer cuts. Great news. The Butcher Shop is shipping some of the finest prime, dry-aged, Australian Wagyu, and Japanese Wagyu steaks to people just like you and me who aspire to be the kings and queens of their cul-de-sac. The Butcher Shop always has Berkshire, Compart Duroc, Allegiance Duroc, and Prairie Fresh all-natural pork in stock. And again, it's always hand-picked just for you. So let's review. The best competition briskets, they got it. The best pork selection, they got it. Giving you better overall options to cook in the backyard, they got that. So give the Butcher Shop a call today, 850-458-8782, 850-458-8782. You mentioned the Barbecue Central Show. They're giving you 10% off your entire order each and every time you call. You can also interact with them on Facebook, facebook.com slash the Butcher Shop. Shop is spelled S-H-O-P-P-E. Give them a like, give them a follow, let them know John sent ya. The Butcher Shop, home of the 100% Australian non-crossbred YRA 9 Plus Briskets. And today, let's take a step back to 2016, and Greg has a chat with Dr. Barbecue himself. Uh, all right, so let's go to the Facebook questions here, Ray. And the first one's from Steve Ray. And he wants me to ask you about grill stock in England. And I guess, uh, I don't know if what his familiarity level is. Uh, so let's just say he's heard about it. Uh, so, you know, thumbnail sketch out what grill stock is, maybe how it got started and, uh, you know, how it was, you know, just a month or two ago when you were there the last time. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm happy to talk about it. Grill stock, an American barbecue contest within a British barbecue festival, I guess is how I'd describe it. I think it was the sixth year or seventh year or something this year. Um, it, it's just a rocking good time. It's a barbecue festival with meat, mayhem, and music, they call it. So there's a big music element, uh, a lot of vendors selling all kinds of crazy stuff. It's not like here where everybody sells the exact same thing at a rib fest. They sell all kinds of crazy stuff and um, a lot of very heavily meat-oriented, a lot of beer, and then there's a barbecue contest, and the teams actively cook and give food to the people in between their turn-ins. Uh, just a rocking good time. I, I I can't wait to go back again next year. And this is, uh, competition-wise, something where you've seen rapidly catch up to how the KCBS guys are turning in. They're kind of following right. suit along those lines, right? Yeah, I always talk about the uh, – and a picture surfaced recently of the chicken riding the motorcycle, a steel motorcycle that was made to hold this chicken. Uh, and, and that was what we saw the first year. Now the food looks identical to KCBS food. I mean identical. It, every single entry looks just like it, either parsley or kale boxes. And they're allowed to turn – put whatever they want in the box as long as it's edible. Any garnish is acceptable. Nobody uses anything except lettuce and, and 
parsley and kale now. So yeah, it's it's been really interesting to see the evolution. It went from uh, they didn't know what the heck was going on to now they're completely up to speed. And those guys, the good teams from over there, come over here now and are very competitive at the Royal and in the big contests. Do do you foresee a time? I know um, uh, John and Jackie wait. Pulled off the win two thousand and was it two thousand and four at the I think American, it was yeah the Jack Daniels. Do you see yeah. uh, like a, a European team coming and duplicating that at some point here sooner than later? Oh yeah, I think so. They're totally up to speed. Um, I, you know, there's no there's no secrets anymore. They're buying the same stuff that uh, you know back then. Jackie even we were, she had a make sauce. You know. Um, nowadays, yeah, everybody's buying the same thing. They got the same cookers. They know how to cook it. Uh, I absolutely do. I've judged the Jack. As a matter of fact, I'm judging the Jack again this year. Um, I judged it a couple times recently, and the food is almost all identical. I know I say that a lot, but, man, it's true. And uh, so there's no reason it could come from anywhere. I, I think you'll see a European team win real soon. Uh, next question from Scotty Johnson, a fellow Chicagoan, as you are, Will Haywood ever cook again i have no idea it must be an inside joke but we'll hate yeah, whatever matter of fact i'm looking right up there is uh in 2000 i went to wacoma iowa and there's sandy hi sandy hey yeah. there's sandy everybody hey <laughs> I, I think we saw her boob cameo <laughs> um wacoma iowa the lynch livestock folks used to have a cook off there and i had just gotten a new cooker i got a pellet cooker when i was getting ready to buy my concession trailer moved to florida i had I, I left my jed master at home brought this uh this pellet cooker is like one and a half times a fast Eddie, a guy made for me with a Traeger firebox on the side. So I didn't really want to cook under my own name because I was afraid I was really going to not do very well and embarrass myself. So I, I signed up as Haywood Jablomi. Uh, oh my God. <laughs> and I got reserved grand that day. And Mike Lake was announcing the awards. And Mike kept trying to figure out a way to say it that wasn't Haywood Jablomi. <laughs> My but lord, cooked, was your, uh, the only time I ever cooked is hey, would you blow me and got reserve grant? Was your uh, sous chef Ben Dover? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. We, we can come up with a million of them, no doubt. Yeah. Uh, also, he wanted to know where you get your ideas and inspirations for cookbooks. I mean, obviously, we know the story of the first one, but uh, now that you have so many under your belt, I would imagine at some point you might be a little uh, stale for ideas, or you get a little uh, locked up in the brain about things to. Uh, conceptualize or, or get down on paper. So how do you keep yourself from, you know, getting in that kind of pressure box? Yeah, I mean, I really think that's the talent, the gift. You know, if I have a, something that makes me able to do it better than than some other people, I think that's the, the gift. Being able to, I'm getting ready to start one now. And writing that outline, I will write down, it'll be about 80 recipes. I'll write down about 90 or 100 uh, titles. Um, and it's a, it's a maze. So you got to have the right amount of pork, the right amount of beef, the right amount of chicken, some vegetables, uh, some stuff that's grilled hot, you know, some spicy stuff. It's this whole puzzle that you put together. And, and I, I really think that's the – and you do it – if you're not inspired by what you just wrote down, it's hard to go back and do all these recipes. I, I was telling somebody a story the other day. One that I did – one of my cookbooks, there's something called uh, High Octane Sloppy Joes. So I wrote that down in my original outline, not really having a clue what that was going to be. just sounded cool. I knew I needed like a ground beef recipe in there. And then six months later, I went back. One morning, I woke up and said, I know what High Octane Sloppy Joes is. Um, but I truly believe there's a lot of people that I could give them that list and you could create good recipes. I think just putting that puzzle together and the the 
the creativity because you got to be careful too. You know, this is this will be cookbook number ten, not to do the same recipes over and over. You know, we all have our tendencies of things that we like. Uh, when I reach for herbs, I like thyme. But I can't just use thyme every time I want to use some herbs. I have to use herbs that may not be my personal favorite, but I know people like them. Salmon is a good example. Um, I don't really like salmon hardly at all, but but I know that people do. So you always got to put a salmon or two recipe in there for grilling and barbecuing. But they can't all be the same. You got to come up with some new idea. So it, it's it's a challenge. But you know, I mean, I think that's that's why not everybody can do it. Uh, Doug Shiding is asking. What you're looking to get out of the restaurant venture, money, staying connected with barbecue public, something to do, next phase in a career perhaps, what's the, what's the win or wins for Dr. Barbecue getting into this venture? Always lots of meat on the bone and Ray's on the show. Y'all know Ray's one of my favorite guests ever. He's always just Chicago swagger. If you know what it is, you know what it is. I love it. You want to find out what Ray had to say, the rest of the meat on this bone, head on over to the bbqcentralshow.com. Link in today's show notes is taking you to the complete episode. Go over there and check that out. You always know you can get a hold of me. You got a request for a show. You got something to say. Drop me an email. John, J-O-N, John, at the bbqcentralshow.com. And until next time, on the best moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less, I'm your host, John Solberg. I look forward to talking to you again soon. <laughs>